Hi, my name is Nicole and I'm the social media manager here at My Wall Street. And with me as usual is one of our top investment analysts, Anne-Marie. So before we get started and have our little chat, Anne-Marie, I'm going to switch up and actually tell our listeners what the episode is about first, because I feel like I should have been doing this all along. (laughs) And selfishly, we want you to stick around as well. So this time around, we're going to be talking about social media stocks and more importantly, how the landscape is kind of changing. Um, We're seeing numerous trends pop up that are changing the kind of how social media is portrayed by young people. It's having a knock-on effect on some of the best performing stocks on the market. We're also going to discuss the launch of Be Real and why we think it's shot to popularity. Pinterest is also testing a new, very interesting app, which sent its stock soaring in recent weeks. And it wouldn't be a social media discussion if we didn't mention the downfall of Facebook and the copycat strategy Instagram has taken, which is making users cringe from secondhand embarrassment. And also, maybe most importantly, we're going to answer, maybe not answer, but maybe discuss a pivotal question that we seem to have around social media stocks. So we kind of brought up initially last week, which is, is the nature of social media companies that they have a short lifespan? Is it, do they just become trendy for a bit, maybe have five or 10 good years and then drift mm-hmm. away like MySpace or Bebo. Yeah, I'm very excited for this discussion because I feel like as a social media manager, I'm going to have a lot to say on yeah, these topics. Yeah. But before we get into all that good stuff, now I can say, hi, Emery. How are you? Hi, How was cool. your week? I'm, I'm good. I actually have a bit of a show and tell for you. Um, last week, one of my friends came to visit me from America and she brought mm-hmm. me snacks, obviously, because, you know, when, <laughs> You have to get exposure to all the chemicals that aren't allowed in European food. So I have two items for you today. Of course, number one is quite tame. These are goldfish crackers. Oh, we have to get them into the frame. Goldfish crackers. But these are, of course, flavor blasted. Mm. Wait. Oh, I've heard of these. Flavor blasted, um, which means they have like a great electric orange powder on them, which I would assume is probably bad for me. (laughs) But they are so, so, so good. And I love them so much. The second item today is something arguably way worse that are a way worse color and i've never ever seen here which is do you do you know what a gusher is no yeah that they're like very weird they're, fr- they're fruit snacks <laughs> okay. um which do exist here but these particular fruit snacks as you can see fruit gushers ox fruits and it's this you can see the packaging looks like it should be holding you know like a pokemon card or something in there mm-hmm. very electric colors um and essentially, these fruit snacks have like juice inside them, mm-hmm. hence the name Gushers. And I hadn't had one of these until I since, since I was like maybe eight or nine. And I said to one of my friends, I was like, oh, like bring me Gushers so I can like show them to my Irish friends. And mm-hmm. then like she brought them and I opened them up and I was like, this is great. And I ate one Gusher and I was like, these suck. These are so gross. They taste like wax. But I think just in my like nostalgic childhood brain, I thought they were going to be really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're really bad. So I would not recommend Gushers, unfortunately. What do you think is like the number one American food or snack that you miss the most being living in Ireland? Um, I miss like Chick-fil-A, which is like okay. not a snack. It's like a full restaurant, but like yeah. the, the chicken sandwiches are really good. Like Chipotle. I grew up in Colorado and mm. Chipotle is from there. So we've had it yeah. for like 25 years and it's um, really good. What's like a particular snack? Um Hmm. you have like cheetos and we have yeah hershey's i don't like hershey's to be like american chocolate is not very good like once you've been exposed to any chocolate outside of the united states the real the peel of it kind of goes away actually that being Mm -hmm. said though um in the summertime it's nice to have a s'more 
And you guys don't have s'mores. Okay. And you could, in theory, assemble a s'more in Ireland because you could get the chocolate and the marshmallows. But you you guys don't have graham crackers, which is like what the, the base needs to be. We sure do have something like it, though. I once attempted to make a s'more using a tea biscuit, and it wasn't good. Okay. You need the graham cracker. Graham crackers have a little bit of a honey flavor to them, and they're really good. So mm. a s'more, maybe. Everyone should have a s'more for the summer. Nice. I thought that was like more like a camping thing. It like is, yeah. Camping but, in the summer, like yeah, they would, yeah. If we um, ever did camping trips in school, we, they would always, yeah, you mm-hmm. roast a little marshmallow over the fire. It's nice. It's nice. The marshmallow makes the chocolate melt. It's 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 good. Um, what about you, Nicole? Do you have any favorite American snacks? Um, I've only been to America once, and I was only like eight. No, but I do like nerds. Is it? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But they they have them in Irish shops now a lot. But they are American. But um, yeah. I did like them. I thought they were cool. Yeah, nerds yeah. or the nerds ropes were always really popular when I was in elementary school, mm. which is where they put like um a piece of essentially like a red vine or uh which is a red type of licorice, and then they cover it in nerds. And people mm. used to swing them around in elementary school. That was a good. That was good. Great. And how yeah. has your week on the stock market been? Any big stories or is um last week i was actually writing about pinterest which is a happy coincidence mm-hmm. um do we have anything interesting not really not anything that overly caught my attention we saw some layoffs from ford which was um yeah. mm-hmm. a bit disappointing but it wasn't in divisions that we are overly concerned about so um Ford and Tesla are both on our short list and we both kind of view those as being EV companies, even though Ford is also a traditional automaker. Um, Mm -hmm. And Ford has really been transforming its entire business over the last two years to get it ready to be a mass producer of EV vehicles. And part of that is they've been trying to cut costs in their traditional um, automaking sector. And that that meant that they laid laid off a couple thousand people um, last week and that sent the stock down a little bit, but it wasn't something I was overly concerned with. I've been quite impressed with some of the vehicles, the electric vehicles that Ford has put out. I think the Mm -hmm. F-150 Lightning is... um, Quite interesting, especially considering like the Tesla Cybertruck is absolutely nowhere to be found. So there isn't really mm. a kind of legitimate electric truck on the market right now other than um, other than Ford. Yeah. Okay. So you touched on that you were writing about Pinterest last week. Yes. So what kind of, and you've done a few articles about different so- social media stocks. What kind of like inspired you to write about those? Well, so the first article I ever wrote was called a not so social media. We can actually, mm. we will link the articles in the description of this yeah. if, if people are interested in going back and reading them. Um, mm. And I wrote the initial article almost as like a manifesto of trends that I had been viewing. Um, and it was part of a series that we do at the end of the year around new year's where we do these kind of wrap up episodes where we talk about, yeah. Oh, you know, trends in the stock market or businesses that we were interested in or things that are upcoming that we'll be keeping an eye on. And I wanted to do one on social media because I like use social media probably every single day. Yeah. And I, anytime people used to talk really positively about Facebook's business, um, which like they generate 95 plus percent of their revenue from advertisement, I was always so confused that how people could have such an optimistic long-term view of it because I was like, who's still using Facebook? Yeah. Like, exactly. and they, they release usage statistics every quarter and like they continue to have, you know, little blip, little blips of user growth, you know, quarter on quarter and mm-hmm. on traditional Facebook and on Instagram. But I was like, has any analyst actually been on Instagram or Facebook because they're dying? So then I was like, okay, 
if I think Facebook is dying, I want to go and examine trends and go and see what young people are doing. Cause as we know, young people tend to drive social media trends. And yeah. I wanted to see, could I identify where the next big social media company was going to come from, or maybe just concept that as we all know, Facebook will inevitably rip off. So that was kind of the inspiration <laughs> for it. And then I went and, and identified trends and kind of named them mm -hmm. and then waited to see if the trends came to fruition to see if I was if I was correct and if companies would try and fill this role um and also kind of selfishly as we all know I'm a, I'm a bit of a an anti-Mark Zuckerberg person so you know any any opportunity Wonder to discuss why. the fall of Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> I think is, is, a, is a positive thing yeah yeah um no they've been really interesting and uh, like there's there's a lot of social media stocks in our shortlist so it makes sense yeah. that you're like monitoring them and keeping an eye on them but I think like as a social media manager myself I'm yeah I'm on them all basically um even in my personal life like I do spend quite an embarrassing amount of time on um mostly TikTok to be honest um, but yeah, I think like the overarching theme, like trend is like that young people are moving towards authenticity. So like, that's, I think why yeah. Instagram is, is dying because it is seen as very, like just a marketplace now for influencers. Mm -hmm. And the fact that it's always been the platform just to post, you know, your best bits. And then even when yeah. you get the, the nicest photo, then you edit it. Then you think of like, you spend a long time, um, thinking of a really good caption and even the way that I think you wrote about this as well, but it's something I noticed like young people even use when they do use Instagram, they actually use it really differently than like people oh, yeah. our age. Like they use it as just like a photo dumping place and they don't actually care about how it looks. And mm -hmm. like, they don't like spend long with the caption. They just go, Oh, I'm like, I'm just, um, I'm just posting this just for it to have to have in the future and I remember like even yeah. I've seen TikToks and like in the comment section um all the like Gen Z I guess are like uh, oh we don't care about um getting likes on Instagram anymore like that yeah. that's why they even sometimes post multiple times in a row but and that's mm -hmm. not good like the algorithm wouldn't like that you know it wouldn't push your posts out um as much but they actually don't care about that they're just like oh well it's time I want to post these three photos and I'm going to do it now yeah. So it's yeah. really like refreshing that young people are seeing that um, like Instagram is just fake and it's yeah. like bad for even bad for body dysmorphia. I remember that big case came out that like um, young girls were actually getting like depressed and getting eating disorders from Instagram and then mm -hmm. Facebook never disclosed all of that. Like that was awful. Yeah. Yeah, came out in the uh, the leak of documents that I think the Guardian wrote about a couple months ago. Um, mm -hmm. I, I'm also maybe interested to hear your thoughts on something I, you touched on there. Oh, like the algorithm won't like this type of posting. How yeah. much do you think the the change in Gen Z's use of Instagram? You know, the use of the photo dump, the use of just throwing mm -hmm. up a bunch of random images and not editing them or doctoring them. How much do you think that is because of a change in kind of how that generation views social media and how it interacts with it? And how much do you think is the fault of Instagram from adjusting their algorithm. We've seen a number of huge algorithmic changes probably in the last six months. Uh, Instagram yeah. no longer prioritizes photo, it prioritizes video. Um, mm -hmm. And they've begun 
almost creating a TikTok like algorithm where it's they're pushing content from people you do not follow onto your main feed in the hopes that yeah. you will interact further. It's also, as we all know, all Instagram ever wants to do is to keep you on the platform to show you as many ads as possible to generate revenue. Mm -hmm. So how much do you think is, you know, younger generations just being a bit more skeptical of social media and using it in a more kind of fun and free way? And how much do you think it's actually Instagram self-destructing because they're chasing all of these other social media companies? Yeah, I definitely think it's um, Instagram like self-destructing itself because mm. it's always prioritized like ads and making money. Yeah. And then that's why they push people's posts to have more followers because they're more likely to have brand deals. So then you're constantly just seeing like ads and also like young people are highly aware of being wearing their soul to now. Like yeah. it's not like when we all joined the platform and it was all organic and it was nice and then you got to know content creators and then you like trusted like influencers and you built up these and built up these and then like and then brands came slowly onto social media and then we were like oh that's like an ad we were like oh yeah well like we haven't seen too many of them now but young people now are like we've seen so many of, of them yeah. and like they also are highly aware of like when an influencer is being like paid to say that and that's when all of the rules came in that they have to hashtag paid hashtag ad mm -hmm. and all these things but yeah like it's just basically like a fake place now and yeah. I even think like people our age now are probably just using it as a photo dump thing. The only, mm. the only thing that Instagram has that other platforms I think don't have is the stories function. The stories is good. Like, and it's something I use the most because again, it goes back to something like human though. And something that younger people want as well is to communicate so when you put up a story mm. it's a very easy way then to message someone you know it's not like you have to like start the conversation off from zero someone else has made a prompt and then you have a nice way of like just talking to them it's yeah. like that that's something else we've seen on social media that like people actually just want to be in a community yeah I also think suppose stories have the lack of formality there seems to be that yeah. as well. People are moving away. They don't want this big stage production. I think stories have always had mm -hmm. that kind of feeling since the concept originated with Snapchat of just, oh, you just took yeah. the picture, just throw it up. You know, yeah. you didn't have to think about it all too much. So it's almost like the authenticity, spontaneity, passiveness mm -hmm. that people want. Yeah. The only kind of place that that remains on Instagram is through the story function. Yeah. Um, and I guess on that, it's worth maybe saying discussing the two um up and coming social media trends that I identified at the beginning of the year that we're going to now touch on um, going through these two new social medias um, that I that I covered and have been developing and we've seen become quite popular, actually. Um, and so number one was that social media is gravitating towards private spaces. We've actually seen group chats mm -hmm. become really popular over the last year to two years, particularly in the kind of mm -hmm. pandemic era. Um, and the main concept that we see with these group chats is usually members actually know each other um, outside of the internet. So it's, you know, people you went to school with, people you went to college with, maybe people you work with. You know, these are groups that you're creating and you're using it mainly um, as a communication channel. Mm -hmm. You know, we've seen um, a big rise in companies trying to figure out ways to monetize this space. Um, it was something that Mark Zuckerberg has actually mentioned on a couple of quarterly calls in Facebook where he said, we know and are aware that WhatsApp group chats and messenger group chats are really popular. And mm -hmm. he was basically saying, we don't actually know how we can introduce, you know, advertising or e-commerce to that space yeah. without it being too intrusive. You know, the the best thing about Instagram is you could sneak a sponsored post onto somebody's feed and, you know, maybe it wouldn't annoy them too much. Imagine putting a sponsored mm. text message in someone's group chat. It would feel yeah. really invasive. Yeah. Yeah. People um, get barred for that. Yeah. Like you just, yeah. 
people like because i think there is an assumption of privacy when you use those type mm. of functions and like i mean that's all really us just sticking our heads in the sand because you know that everything that you do on you know messenger or whatsapp is being monitored and collected and data is being scraped from it but i think to have it so blatantly put into your face would be very off-putting for people so that's mm -hmm. trend one is we're moving towards group chats truthfully we have very little idea on how that space is going to be transformed into a functional business or be monetized so then i guess we have to then move on to trend two which is that the public mm -hmm. realm of social media is moving towards entertainment discussion groups and participation in shared experiences that's why we mm -hmm. see you know the rise of tiktok which is entertainment reddit and discord which are discussion groups and roblox and fortnite which is kind of a shared fun video game type thing um there seems to be this idea that it isn't enough to merely connect with people online users want something to do you know we seem to be having that great yeah. reckoning of wow people on facebook and instagram are quite boring like yeah there's a yeah. reason why even, everyone isn't a content creator yeah I even like youtube to me like i'm 27 yeah. and i'm like because i'm on tiktok so much i do not have the attention span anymore to watch a youtube video <laughs> and i actually think it's not unless you like really want to know deep knowledge about a subject like tiktoks just get the information over so much quicker you know what I, I mean? Know. Like, so I know that is it's bad that our attention span is getting like that, but there'll always be a place for YouTube though. But mm -hmm. I just think like, yeah, TikTok has even gone a step further than YouTube because like of things that you, like like you said, that you can actually do, you can engage with, you can like, yeah. even if, if you see a really bit, a good bit of content and you just mm -hmm. want to like say, do edit, like you could just be standing there smiling. Like some yeah. people just do that or they do a stitch and they're just like watching it and they're laughing. It yeah. just shows that people want to like interact with content more. And those are things that you can't do on YouTube. And I think those even little um, little things add up to TikTok also becoming addictive. And it's so easy to share videos when you see something funny, you share yeah. it to your friends. That's the kind of community element as well. Like, um, yeah. Also, the algorithm uh, on TikTok, I think, is such a... Oh, yeah. It's, the it's, algorithm, so, yeah. it's so essential to the experience because mm -hmm. like YouTube has recommended videos, but they tend to be way off base. Like they tend yeah. to just be somewhat involved in whatever you just watched. Or, you know, you watched a video last week on how to fix something in your house. And now the algorithm thinks that you would like to see how to fix videos every time you yeah. go on there. And you're yeah. like, that's it's not like, really no, I, how this is. I just want work. to fix my remote like yeah, <laughs> one and <then> time. <laughs> TikTok is very good at being of, of somehow yeah. finding like every nook and cranny of your brain and finding mm -hmm. a video to match you with. Um, yeah. And they're also yeah. very good at like now and again, they're like, do you like this? You know, and they'll, yeah. you know, they'll remember like, oh, do you actually like, you know, cars? You've never liked a car, but here's a small video about a car. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're very good yeah. at that or they're very good at like finding bridges. But like, oh, you like, you like travel and you like, um, and you like fashion. Here's like, you know, a very specific girl yeah. who like makes dresses in Italy. Like, do you like seamstress? Okay. No, you don't like seamstress. And we'll never show yeah. you that again. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's really yeah. interesting. Um, yeah. And Discord, you mentioned Discord there. I I first got like my first view of that um, when I was watching like Love Island from Portugal. It's really hard to find links to watch Love Island lives. So I was watching on Discord and mm. I was probably like all their young people in the chat. And I was like amazed at how much all these people were talking about what they were watching while mm. they were watching it. I was yeah. like, just how are you actually like consuming all of the show? When you're like so engaged in these like really like in-depth like conversations about like even like psychological stuff. They're like, oh, he did that because of this. And like 
like younger people are so fast they're like yeah. you know or they like they make a joke and like, everyone is reacting to it I was like you know what I mean it's it's such a weird way to watch tv but I do get it I'm like yeah it's nice like all these people are friends because mm-hmm. the same people came back every night you know yeah. to watch it so it's that community thing again like it, it was cool I yeah. do like discord yeah maybe going back just to the the tiktok algorithm and mm. kind of what we mentioned previously with instagram there about how instagram with reels reels is, is instagram's version of video they're trying to copy mm. tiktok now really desperately because they know that engagement yeah. and watch time on, on tiktok is phenomenal and instagram is losing and now we're seeing this funny trend on tiktok where people are saying or taking a tiktok trend that maybe happened six or nine months ago and they're like oh instagram reels people are only finding out about this trend now because yeah. what we see repeatedly happening is really popular tiktoks get screen recorded and will pop up on instagram reels like three or four months later it's really yeah just very frustrating to see i like anytime i ever go on instagram you know an instagram reel will pop up on my feed and i have most definitely seen it before because i saw it on tiktok like six months yeah, previously. exactly it's, it's insane um and, and it's crazy to watch Instagram try and chase these yeah. new these new companies that are on the rise. One of which we're going to talk about now in a second is Be Real. Yeah. Wait, just one thing on the TikTok Instagram thing. One yeah. thing that I noticed from posting content and um, from my Wall Street was um, when Instagram Reels first like went live um any like the reels were getting like you know boosted and like pushed out to oh, people yeah, so yeah, the yeah. views were really good then it went through like a period of um making the algorithm notice if you made the um video on tiktok even if you didn't have the watermark on it anymore they were picking up that like maybe you know the sounds and they could tell yeah. that you didn't do any editing in instagram reels you mm-hmm. just put up your screen record and then they would like they they stopped um pushing those ones only for a while though Ooh. because then I, then I think they realized oh wait no one is gonna no one is, is actually there. making no one is yeah. making content really for just just on our app oh. so they had to like reverse it so like I understand I'm not wanting the TikTok watermark on it because that's like yeah have another brand but I do see still see Instagrams with that but I just thought that was interesting they 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 tried to go that hard and it's like no we know you made this on TikTok so we're mm. not gonna push it it's just like so petty like yeah, I've also been quite suspicious of of any Facebook asset when they report video viewing numbers. I have always been suspicious of that mm, because said this, Facebook yeah, years ago got caught when they initially allowed video embedding on Facebook. People like videos were getting no matter of a lie, hundreds of millions, if not billions, of views, and they would be those mm-hmm. ridiculous, you know, tasty cooking videos that were produced by BuzzFeed, and. The reason and these like video views would be astronomical, meaning that Facebook could sell all this prime ad real estate because wow, this video has been engaged with by a hundred million people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that like real legitimate businesses spurred their entire livelihoods yeah. from that. Like Buzz- BuzzFeed <laughs> grew from that ability. The only reason like BuzzFeed became this massive content creator, legitimate business, like with hundreds of journalists working all across it, is because they could make a phenomenal amount of money from Facebook advertising. And then it yeah. came out years later that the way that Facebook measured video views was Mm -hmm. if someone had engaged with the content for less than a second, Mm. which statistically means that they scrolled past it. Yeah. So then it meant that all of these views on Facebook were fraudulent, which then meant that they were using false statistics to sell advertisement on the platform. It became this huge scandal. And I would not be shocked 
to find out that the exact same thing is happening with Instagram reels. Because I see some reels that have phenomenal and crazy engagement. And I go, I guarantee that this exact reel has been put onto everybody else's feed and they've scrolled right past it. And yet they've been measured as a view. That's just like so weird because like you'd think there would be like strict laws about this thing because there's a lot of money involved. You know, Some like adver- standardization. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're, yeah. you're technically wasting advertisers money. You know what I mean? Like, which should yeah. be fraudulent because like, you know, that's not right. Like either, but yeah, mm. I won't be, I won't be shocked either, but yeah, let's yeah. go on. Sorry. Let's talk about the launch of Be Real because I really want to talk about this oh. as well. Yeah. So Be Real, for those of you that don't know, is a French social media app. It launched last year, but really only kind of began to get a bit of attention maybe six or nine months ago. I first came across it on TikTok and then I wrote an article about Be Real where I discussed, you know, how it was slotting into these upcoming social media trends. Mm-hmm. And the name of that article was I Was Right, Instagram is Dead. Um, <laughs> it was published, I think, three or four months ago in the app. We will link it below. You can go and have a read of it. Um, and just a quick overview of what Be Real is like. Essentially, at a random time during the day, you will get a Be Real notification. And you have two minutes to post a photo of what you are doing. And the photo is taken simultaneously with the front and back camera. So it's usually then people can see your face and then see whatever you're doing. Um, And then it goes up and you can view all your friends at the same time um, with the with the stipulation being you cannot view posts unless you have posted that day, which is nice because mm, it means that good people feature, are kind of, yeah. yeah, people are forced to participate. I also remember reading that um, some critics have said that it really, really curbs online bullying on the platform because everybody like has to post a photo of themselves. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, we're all in this together. Like, I can't bully you because I can also see you um, and you can see mm-hmm. me type of thing. Um, but the, the point of the the feature of Be Real that I found really interesting in the initial write-up when I was doing research was people seem really uninterested in attempting to become an influencer on the platform or seem uninterested in like following influencers on the platform because yeah, they course. tend to only add like people they really know, like a really yeah. close group of friends. I, I remember um, reading an, an article about it in The Guardian and they were interviewing college students about their use of Be Real. And most of them were like, oh, I have 10 or 15 friends on Be Real and that's it. And they were like, oh, um, you know, I have all these people who are trying to add me, but I don't, I'm not interested in adding them because mm. it's, you know, someone I was friends with four years ago. Like, they don't need to see my everyday selfie. Um, exactly. That, yeah. That was so interesting to see a social media that was pushing back against the idea of, of being an influencer and was being successful. It's, it's um, mm-hmm. very popular with members of Gen Z. So, Nicole, when was yeah. the first time you heard about Be Real? I've heard about it for a while now, but I actually only downloaded it and made an account um, when I went, just before I went to Ziggit, because my oh, friend, nice, my friend yeah. that I was going with was going and she was like, oh, get be real because we're going to like, you know, at a festival, we're going to have really funny yeah. be reals. Um, yeah. But, you yeah, know, I do actually really like it. And it makes sense that no one wants, like, I would never think to follow like a celebrity or an influencer on it yeah. because first of all, it's, they're not going to follow you back. And I think that's yeah. the best bit about it that like you won't like you follow people that are also looking at your photos. And there's also like a massive thing and like as well, like, you know, people never look good on Be Real. And it's nearly like they're tr- no. they're trying not to look good. You know what I mean? Yeah. If someone put up like a really like posed picture of like them pouting and their makeup was perfect and they try to get good lighting, it would actually be really embarrassing. It would be mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, you are trying to look good. Like, that's so not real. what this is about. Yeah. Yeah. Like I remember like once. I took this awful photo of myself like it was a morning after the, of the fest one one night at the festival and like I look like really really bad and I was like oh I'm not posting that and Michelle was like ah, that's not what you're meant to post everything she was like, you're yeah. not getting it and I was like okay fine but you know as well like I only have a few people on it as well and I only have people on it that I don't give a fuck 
yeah mm. I don't fine. care <laughs> what I look like yeah yeah I'm so close to swearing there sorry guys but yeah that's the beauty of it but I do agree I don't know how they're going to monetize it but I bet yeah. they, they find out something that is the thing so this be real really kind of slots into you know trend one that we talked about social media is gravitating towards yeah. private space towards these group chats be real is essentially like kind of a big group chat to be honest yeah and is, yeah have absolutely no idea how they're going to monetize and i think their their management doesn't have any any idea how how they're going to monetize and um it was really interesting because when i wrote about them initially they had only done one fund fundraise i think they'd raised like 40 million euro which is not a lot of money for a company that was becoming quite popular um but recently it has been rumored that they're about to close a secondary funding round which Mm -hmm. will um bring in something like 600 million euro so obviously they are trying to have a go at like being a legitimate business but very interested to see what they could do do you would you ever consider maybe, paying a monthly subscription to it if it was really low maybe but you know what as soon as you have to pay for stuff like people like will just not pay like even if it's like yeah. 50 cents it, yeah. it, that will really affect them maybe they'll just have like like app ads you know you just see like random ads for stuff like mm. in some apps I'm, maybe they'll do I'm, that i'm wondering if they because the guy who founded the company, he's really young. He's he's maybe 24 or 25. I see him on TikTok yeah, sometimes, like making young. making fun of people for not using Be Real correctly. That's that's kind of how I yeah. see him. Yeah. I wonder, would this be an instance in which he went to the people who use Be Real and was upfront and was like, listen, we obviously need engineers in order to mm. maintain this app that you're using every day you know, we have to bring advertisement to the platform. And maybe by being upfront and explaining that to users, maybe they'd yeah. be like, yeah, fair enough. If you put advertisement in this way, that's fine. Yeah. Like we'll mm. interact with it in that way. We are, we're understanding. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm very interested to see what they'll do. Yeah. You know what? I bet, I bet Snapchat is absolutely bullying that I didn't think of this idea because it goes, yep. it could have so easily been a Snapchat feature and it would have yep. went along with it quite nicely like and also I've seen people say that um I I actually saw a LinkedIn post about a woman who'd interviewed her 14 year old niece about what Mm -hmm. social media she uses and she said she loves be real but that she's quite surprised that they don't have a chat feature so you know Mm -hmm. what I mean like um I maybe they'll maybe maybe they'll add that in but that's and apparently like young people use snapchat for like for chatting which I thought was really surprising as well but now that I think about it my nieces do use that like to text they don't use whatsapp or facebook messenger or instagram dm they talk in snapchat right. and i was like yeah. yeah my young cousins do that as well and it's like yeah funny. yeah it, it, it's a good chat feature though i I like it that it pops up when someone's typing like it's quite mm-hmm. exciting if you haven't like cause you haven't, if you haven't heard from them at all then like you just get yeah. a notification be like someone is typing it was like oh <laughs> yeah but it's similarly i think like that would be the function the, the function and feature of snapchat that i would see continuing to be successful group chats mm-hmm can't be monetized all the ways yeah. that snapchat has been able to generate money in the past is from like the sponsored story feature from like the news feature that they have because they can place yeah. advertisement there um mm-hmm. and now they place advertisements between if you're watching people's stories advertisements pop up but again yeah. v- how are you gonna how are you gonna put advertisements in in chats yeah i wouldn't be surprised if snapchat do a copycat be real yeah and Speaking it would be which, almost a bit more fair than instagram doing it yeah so of course uh instagram always 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 taking everybody's best features um it was revealed last week that instagram is planning to essentially rip off exactly what be real does um in a feature called was it instagram candid wow okay 
it's almost it's it's so like be real as well though it's just like a, a bad version of be real yeah and the the, the thing i find really in- interesting about it is for months instagram has been saying we're no longer a photo app like the head of instagram he does um a weekly vlog he legitimately about four weeks ago said oh we're no longer a photo platform or a video platform yeah. how can you say that and then the second that you realize oh yes photo actually is a legitimate form of social media which I believe, I genuinely think if Instagram had never chased reels and had just stood its ground and been like, hey, yeah. you know what? We're the default photo social media. Yeah. We're just going to maintain, like they would have been totally fine. And so yeah. I think just find it really ridiculous to watch them attempt to pivot towards video. And then the second they see an app that is photo based, that's being somewhat successful, they go, oh yeah, we'll just add that too. You have it's to pick a, a lane. Yeah, exactly. Like as High School Music says, stick to the stuff you know. Yeah. Because I think Instagram would have been successful. Like TikTok could have been come, yeah. could have been popular. But then if TikTok was just oh. like, oh, that's fine. You can have video. We'll be really good at photos. Exactly. And there will, and like their stories function is really good. And like people will just want to put up their holiday pictures somewhere. Um, mm. They don't put them on Facebook anymore. They'll put them on Instagram. But there was, um, there was like a celebrity, um, loads of celebrities tweeting the CEO of, yeah. um, the CEO of Instagram to be like, if we wanted videos, we would go on TikTok. Like, this is not what yeah. we use Instagram for. And like, they were like really given out about it. They're like, I honestly ha- can't see any of my friends or family's posts anymore because the algorithm has changed. It's all yep. reels. And it's like, yeah, like, what are they doing? And copy and be real. It's just, it's just really embarrassing. And this yeah. is, yeah, the downfall of Facebook is just continuing. Yeah. And so it'll be interesting now to see the the thing we obviously have to discuss is, okay, Instagram is making this competing product and they already have hundreds of millions of users. Be Real Mm -hmm. is, you know, very popular. You see it talked about all the time on on TikTok and it's incredibly popular with young people, but it still only has, Mm -hmm. it's like less than 5 million daily active users. So the kind of balance that we must now find is, will Instagram with all of its established users just be able to be like, oh yeah, all these people have never seen be real before this is a brand new feature for us you know and then they'll just use it on instagram and they won't be prompted to download be real so i was kind of like always be real going to survive this and do Mm. you think young people are are like dislike instagram enough that they will remain loyal to be real yeah to be fair and it's like I think we're thinking of a very small group of people that know about be real and that also know that are like maybe annoyed about Instagram but when you like zone out you do have to realize that Instagram and Facebook have so many more users and people love easy stuff so like oh well I can use them on this use on this so Mm -hmm. I think it probably will affect be real and like it is kind of like bullying as well being like oh we're gonna take anything new and cool that anyone else comes up with we're gonna do it and we can maybe do it not better but we can do it and to push out to more people because we already have mm-hmm. them. So it's, it's, it is, it is really unfair, but then you have seen like TikTok is loved, I think by more young people. So like be real yeah. could be like TikTok, you know, as well. So, and there's definitely room for both of them. And then hopefully mm-hmm. people just cop on to Instagram, just copying everything. Like, I think it will come down to branding. I really think it's, it will be interesting to see how much Instagram has destroyed its brand in the eyes of young people. Yeah, because yeah. I think some a lot of a lot of young people find Instagram really annoying, and even mm-hmm. if Instagram was to add this really interesting feature, I think they'd be like, "But you're gonna clog it up with ads, and I don't want to see that." So I'm yeah. gonna go to be real. Yeah, I think it'll be a real test. I think this could be the first kind of legitimate test to Instagram to be like, "Are you going to survive in this next era of social media? Can you pivot that much?" Mm-hmm. 
yeah. yeah. And then we also have to talk about the new um the new feature or app that Pinterest is testing that you yeah. wrote about as well recently. Yeah, so I wrote this article just last week. It was called Instagram Abandoned Photos. Pinterest wants to pick up the pieces. Um, Again, kind of circling back to that point we were just talking about how Instagram was like, we're not going to do photos anymore. And now all these other apps are like, ooh, open market. Um, So again, found this on TikTok, found young people talking about it. Young people are desperate to get on this app because it's actually still in Mm -hmm. testing. So um, Inside Pinterest, they have a little developmental hub, which is basically um, where they allow their engineers to do whatever they want and try out new things and launch new products. It's called 220. Um, And a couple weeks ago, they really quietly released this app called Shuffles. And it's only available on iOS. And it's only doing its initial testing in the United States. And the way people got access to it is if they were consistent Pinterest users, they were invited Mm -hmm. to to come in and and test the app. Consequently, as as Shuffles has begun producing content, as people have used it, they have begun, you know, screenshotting and sharing the stuff they're making on Shuffles and and, and putting it up on TikTok. And people are seeing it and getting really, really excited. They think it's really aesthetic and they want access to Shuffles. So now we're seeing all these users of TikTok begging to get access into Shuffles and people who use Shuffles are allowed to invite three people onto the platform. So you have all these teenage girls begging other teenage girls, please give me a code. I'm desperate. I'm feral. Mm -hmm. I want to use this app, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Um, which I thought was really funny and ridiculous. But Shuffles is kind of a ridiculous concept. It's kind of a ridiculous app. It's not going to be, you know, Facebook or Instagram. It's not going to be the end-all be-all. It's not going to be this thing um, that you use for hours and hours every day. It's a collage-making app, which is like so... I don't know. It's just a bit silly, but it seems to work really, really well, and the results are really nice. Um, Mm -hmm. And basically it's just a way for you to take photos that you've seen on Pinterest or photos that you upload yourself and make them into these like really beautiful aesthetic collages that you can add animation to, add edits to, add features to. Um, and then you can share them in a group chat with your friends and you can all get in and edit the same collage at the same time. You can share them publicly on the explore page. You can export them and put them on other uh, forms of social media. But the feature I thought that was quite interesting, um, which was maybe a feature that we haven't seen in a photo-based social media app before, was that every single element within your collage was clickable and identifiable back to the original source, which mm. I thought was kind of interesting because so it reminded me... Exactly. Yeah. It's shoppable if the, if the thing is e-commerce based, but it's also then, you know, allows a photo maybe you took two years ago to have this secondary life because maybe someone takes a portion of it and uses it in this collage. Mm. And it means, cool. you know, that there's an actual legitimate longer life for some of these mm. photo based assets. I thought that was interesting, but it also really reminds me of, you know, on TikTok when there are popular audios. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know, on, on TikTok, often you'll get this like funny, a funny viral audio will pop up. It'll be popular for two weeks. They'll be the most random things. You know, they'll be from TV shows from the 90s. They'll be from, you know, a 1950s radio broadcast. It'll be yeah. from some commercial from years ago. And people burn take it. the audio. <laughs> yeah, people, <laughs> people take the audio and they, you know, apply it to various ideas, concepts, jokes yeah. in their lives, and they reuse it. And then it means mm-hmm. that this audio makes its way through like virtually every online community imaginable. And I kind of thought the idea of all the photos in these collages being linked together and being able to go back to the original user reminds me a lot of the way that audio is used on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I thought that was maybe a really interesting concept. Um, so I don't really know what Shuffles is, I don't know, overarching goal is going to be. I mean, it's very difficult to see how collages are going to become the next big thing on the internet. Yeah. But 
I was very interested in this because we have kind of haven't yet seen how Pinterest is going to bring in Gen Z. I think they're very much a millennial type yeah. product, but it's really nice to kind of see them reinventing themselves in an appropriate way to bring in a younger generation. So I'm interested yeah. to see where it goes. Yeah, like my view of Gen Z is that like they're really creative and they yeah. like realness and yeah, like they want to actually like know their friends. So like this kind of makes sense. This would be like a creative like outlet for them. Um, yeah. But yeah, it does sound cool. Kind of like a create like TikTok is known for creation about like anyone can yeah. go viral on TikTok. This is basically the photo version of that. You know, like how creative mm. can you be? interesting can you be and then mm. you get to post on the explore page and maybe people find it interesting and it'll go viral but it's quite i don't know it's quite simplistic it's just it's just collages um yeah it's not, yeah it, but maybe, i remember like remember being a child and you would get all your magazines and you would cut out yeah. little things and make a collage like this is just the digital version of that yeah and there's we have some great examples of it if you read the article in the app i have some yeah. some screenshots that i was able to get from some users um yeah and so i think It'll be interesting. Maybe Instagram will rip that off next. We'll see how popular oh, yeah. Shuffles gets. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, so the the final question. Yeah. What we'll circle back to is is the nature of social media companies that they have a short lifespan. Yeah. And this is, we've seen this, this with something... Tumblr, Bebo. Yeah. They've all died. They were all super popular, and then they died. Yeah. It's. I mean, something interesting that Shuffles has kind of made me realize is maybe my third social media trend which is fragmentation i think facebook really put us in the position that we had this expectation that one there would be one social media company maybe two mm -hmm. right i think everyone yeah. assumed that facebook was going to live forever because at, when facebook as as a product began to die they bought instagram and they turned instagram into something really successful and i think it meant that we assumed oh instagram is always instagram or facebook is always going to find a way to to be popular Mm -hmm. But now we have these kind of smaller apps. You know, we have Discord and we have Fortnite and we have these, we have these things. And they can emerge and be incredibly popular for a, a short period of time. And then they can fade away and it's fine and something else will pop up. And I think people are really comfortable with that concept, maybe in a way that we didn't expect. It seems I think people are always like, oh, it's such a pain to make a social media account. So people yeah. aren't going to want to make new ones. I don't think that's the case anymore. You know, I'm seeing these teens online begging for codes to get on this this brand new app yeah. that isn't even 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 out of testing yet. They're excited. Mm -hmm. They want new territories and environments online. They want to try out new mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. And so I think it means like just culturally, Facebook is really weak at the minute. But Unle then the metaverse, the metaverse could be I huge know. and then it will live forever. Like, you know, but then it's the gamble of is Facebook going to be the company to be successful in the metaverse? Because yeah, the reason I, I think that a lot of people tend to think of Meta in that way is because Facebook has the money, right? They have yeah. all this cash. They have billions of dollars of cash. So they have the capital to create the metaverse right now. But we're still, even to Facebook's own admission, we're at least five years away from them getting a product into testing. Do you think mm -hmm. Facebook and Instagram have five years left? Yeah. Like, I do. I would because we think about like... Like, I think still Facebook is still massive in other countries as well. You know what yeah. I mean? Like and with outside maybe Western Europe and America and yeah. Canada. There's still so many countries where they just have Facebook. And now, and now even Instagram is like kind of new to them. You know what I mean? So there's so many yeah. countries that will always be behind. And 
I even think like, you know, maybe Tumblr could have went on forever if it had that much money that it could just keep copying new things that came along. Mm. Now maybe we're at the stage where like Facebook will always, maybe they'll always just be the copycat biggest one. They'll like be the bully in the yeah. yard. Like they'll always have friends because they're just a bully like and they'll just yeah. always have, mo- have the most power to keep copying things, keep innovating. But they probably never will be the coolest one. There'll always be cooler yeah. social media apps popping up that people will want to move on to. But at the end of the day, like I always say I hate Facebook. I still use it for um, Messenger and f- yeah, and groups. For they Messenger. are good for groups, especially mm. when you live abroad. Like there's yeah. like, you know, girls in Lisbon, like, you know, Irish mm. in Lisbon, like expats in Lisbon. And they're yeah. good for co- finding accommodation as well. Um. Yeah, so I think are... I always think Facebook would be more successful if they continue to make acquisitions rather than trying to imitate. Exactly, because yeah, yeah. you know Match Group. Match Group is the is the famous company that owns all the dating apps. So Match Group owns Tinder. Yeah. Um, it owns OriginalMatch.com. It owns mm-hmm. like what is it? Another fish in the sea. It owns. I think it has. It has over twenty different assets. Um, and I remember writing a comment update on them last year, and they had just picked mm-hmm. up an. So very small, so a very small dating app that had been created in Egypt, and it only had a couple ten thousand users. But the idea was is that the app was natively created for Egyptians who have obviously different, you know, dating traditions than we would maybe have in the Western world. So Match.com went great. We no longer need to try and push, you know, Tinder or Match.com into Egypt. We're just going to acquire this local asset that's being successful in this market, and that's it. Done and done. And Match is a huge, massive company. Okay. I sometimes wonder like why Facebook doesn't take that route. If Facebook wants to remain yeah. relevant, should Facebook not be out today trying to buy Be Real? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe they did try. Who knows? That is a thing, yeah. Yeah, that would be a that would be a better avenue. Yeah. So I I don't know like is I really don't know if if Facebook is going to have um the longevity. I suppose when we look back on the legacy of other social medias that have collapsed, they tend to do something wrong that kind of causes them to combust like tumblr very famously collapsed um because they were acquired by yahoo and yahoo brought in all of these Mm. limitations on the product and it meant that everyone who liked tumblr for various reasons was like right well i'm not going to use this anymore that's it we're done um which i mean maybe they facebook is going to manage to do to instagram but Mm -hmm. yeah it's interesting to see i like watching the new companies emerge though it's really it's 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 interesting to watch like young entrepreneurs be really creative and find a solution to these kind of issues that we have within the social media landscape definitely yeah yeah and i think tiktok and be real are gonna really change the game like they're very like you know real and people making content just for entertainment and we're not Mm. no one's perfect anymore but yeah yeah and i think i think maybe the challenge to tiktok is going to come in um the election cycle actually because i've been reading a lot mm. that they have they like all social medias have a misinformation issue but because of the way people consume content on tiktok so passively and so quickly um there's even more like misinformation on tiktok and it can spread even quicker so i think that will be maybe tiktok's first challenge with its newfound popularity yeah well, you can tell how much that me and Anne-Marie love social media by how long this episode is. We've yeah. <laughs> gone a bit over. So quickly, we'll tell you who the girl boss of the week is. Girl boss of the week. But we've actually talked about them a lot. Yeah. So can you tell us Anne-Marie again? And we'll do a quick little wrap up. 
Yeah. So the the girl boss of the week, obviously, it has to be it has to be Instagram, and it has to be its its uh, new product, Candid, which we should mention is actually only currently in development. It was a leak that came out of the company that it was being developed, which is funny because the guy who founded Be Real he made a prediction two, like two or three weeks ago. He was like, "Oh yeah, my this feature is going to pop up on Instagram at some point." Um, it's just typical if you can't beat them, join them, just rip them off. Mm-hmm. It just leaves a bad taste in your mouth. And I also think it's it's quite ironic that the head of Instagram last month was trumpeting, oh, we're moving to become a platform wholly yeah. based in video. It's just. You, you know what's really weird? Like like copyright and all these things. Like how can apps and social media just come out and like have like such an identical feature? I don't think. And not can, get in trouble about it. I don't think you can copyright. Yeah. the idea like the I know but it's it's so it's so like it like even the way like they were saying that it was going to be like even a two minute window I know you know what I mean like it's so like it like it's not even trying to like they could have made it a bit different but like it's mm. just really annoying because like, if you came up with this amazing idea and then like someone can just come along and copy it like yeah yeah, yeah. I mean let us know you... what you think listeners about that do you think it's fair or any yeah. other examples of when this has happened Maybe I suppose we need maybe a, have a check in with our copyright laws. Maybe that's like a blind mm. spot that we have because it is a good oh, I'm question. Sure, Instagram has checked that because yeah, I know yeah, I, I get I guess Reels is kind of like TikTok, but it's not as bad as if they do this be a real thing. But I mean, you could argue that when Instagram launched Stories, they ripped off Snapchat because instagram stories came first and they ripped them off but it was interesting Mm. they both survived which is maybe instagram and be real will both survive and they'll kind of take on these two different types of feels but i was asking my housemate about oh because we both use be real and i don't i've never like haven't posted instagram in like a year um and she was like oh um, maybe people who post on the be on like instagram's version of be real will be like those people in your family who post facebook stories you know how mm. you can post Facebook stories? She's like, maybe yeah. that's what it'll end up being like, where it's just like those people are just behind the times. Yeah. But. You know what? I had that setting on um, that everything I put on my stories and everything I posted for a while went on Facebook as well. And when yeah. I started getting notifications that people were liking my Facebook post, I was like, what the hell? I was actually yeah. so embarrassed that people thought I was genuinely posting on Facebook. It was really I embarrassing. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know how it happened. Like and I was I like, oh my god, that's so scarlet! Like that people were like, oh my god, she's posting on. Oh, yeah. it was hard, but that just shows you how embarrassing Facebook is. Yeah, like, yeah. So maybe that'll yeah. be what posting on Instagram will be like next week. Yeah, moving quickly. Okay, guys. So that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, tune back in in two weeks' time when we will be talking about individual stocks versus index funds. Ooh, really? Jeez, yeah. I have to do some research. Okay. <laughs> and if you want to follow us on socials you can find us on instagram at fun my life podcast on twitter at my wall street hq and on tiktok at my wall street or on our dedicated page for fml which is at Anne marie and nicole fml and finally if you're ready to start your investing journey and are looking for resources check out my wall street's getting started podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts or download the my wall street learn up both will be linked below if you want access to our list of stocks handpicked by our analysts and lots of other interesting finance and business content download the my wall street app and create your free account today so that's all from us we hope you enjoyed listening